Hello, and welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the podcast. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Marissa Riley, and here with me today is the talented, oh my, the funny, oh dear, the street artist, oh god, the what flawlessly tattooed. <laughs> nice. I got a couple. She has a lot. <laughs> And the amazingly mohawked Got Jill. Mohawk. She does Jill Cha Cha, everyone. <laughs> Jill Cha Cha is here in the house. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, you said you'd introduce me this week, and you, you fucking nailed it. Did I? Uh, blah, my God. Oh. Amazing. I, I well was done. pumped to do that. You were. Pumped. You looked me dead in the eye. <laughs> like, and I... I peed a little <laughs> with fear. <laughs> How intense you are! It's so funny I'm that was actually <laughs> that was my intention uh, <laughs> was to make you pee a little bit. Well, uh, I, uh, congratulations for many reasons, Marissa Riley, whose Ugh. new short horror comedy film just made it to uh, the, I believe, the international scene. Uh, out for Blood Comedy Festival in Cambridge, UK. Fuck yeah, it did. Fuck yeah, it did. Pretty? Pretty. Tell me about it. Pretty is the name of the film. I uh, had a lot of free time <laughs> once. Just for the one time. No, I was, I was uh, uh, isolating with my mom in Arizona, so there's nothing to do. So I did what anyone in my situation would do, and I made a horror comedy film in the bathroom. Yeah. And brilliant. Uh, just it was brilliance. Brilliant $50 budget, bought a tripod, used an old sheet to create <laughs> a ghost. It was my mom's ghost costume. And uh, I, I, I didn't really think much of it. I, I made it. But then when I finished it, I was like, this is kind of cute. It is fantastic. The trailer is perfection. The, where, what's the website where people can reach it oh, to watch it? Pretty short film. Dot com. Everything is spelled the way you think it is. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> I worked really How hard. How easy is that? Yeah. I think I worked harder on the URL than I did on the film. I was like, what is perfect? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it got into a lovely queer horror festival, the Out for Blood uh, queer horror festival mm-hmm. in Cambridge, UK. And uh, I'm honored for it to be there. Uh, one whole festival. We one did whole it. goddamn festival. There's going to be many more. I know that. I know it. I know it. I'm a blood. Out for blood. Out for blood. Hey. Oh, God. Speaking <sighs> of business, okay. This is, well, that's interesting. And we have a new Instagram, well, that's interesting pod. Email us at, well, that's interesting pod at gmail.com. Uh, please rate us. Do it. Please. On uh, So other people can enjoy the the blessing that is this podcast. Oh, yes. Our <laughs> soothing voices talking about our, facts. <laughs> our soothing accents. Um, <laughs> here's I just wanted to read uh, one review on Apple that, that got me tickled. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Oh. The title of the review is Love It. Okay. Oh. Many O's. Many O's. I love oh, a lot of O's. Uh, quote, This podcast is informed and hilarious. I'm glad the murder hornets aren't going to get us, but I don't support the robot honeybees. I pray. I read Pray by Michael Crichton, and it's pretty much my worst fear now. End quote. 
Thank you, Nurmer Nurmer podcast. Who fucking wrote it? Who fucking listened to our in-betweeny about what's up with the murder hornets? Yeah. We covered that. We did. Thank you, Nurmer Nurmer. Um, <laughs> I need to investigate what the deal is with that name. I love it. It's hard to say, but I appreciate it. And yes. I appreciate you, Nurmer Nurmer Yeah. It's podcast. Fun to, it's, it's fun to say. I'm getting into it, Nurmer yeah. Nurmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, along with the love it title, the all those little O's, today's uh, podcast is going to be about uh, fish farts that nearly caused a war. Holy shit. <laughs> all those little O's. Oh. All those little O's. <laughs> Our little fish farts. Uh, I'm pumped about this one. I may have had a hint about it a while back. Yeah. And I was like, I can't wait for her to talk about this. Let's and... talk about fish farts. Uh, but to talk about fish farts, we have to go a little bit back in time. So we're going to, today's podcast is going to start with a little bit of a history lesson. Into it. Here and for then, it. And then we're going to go into the animal science-y shit. Uh, but let's talk about a little bit of, uh, a little bit about history. And so we're going to pop back into the way back machine. Ooh. And the sounds... The way back machine. Way back a bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that took us back to not too far back, but to the early 1980s. 1982, which is not only the year of my glorious birth. Oh. Yes. But it was when the U.S. and its Western allies were in a 40 decades deep. 40 decades deep into the Cold War with the Soviet Union and the Eastern Bloc, known as the USSR. All right. Okay. Now, I'm not going to dive into the nitty-gritty of this Cold War, uh, which could be a very not funny, huge podcast series on its own, or it could be very funny, depending on your, you know, perspective. Yeah, Yeah. it could be funny. Cold War. It's fun. So fun. <laughs> um, what I want to do is just provide a little bit of context and a little bit of the environment. You want to get a little, bit of the, a little bit of a taste of what's happening at this time. The flavor. The flavor of the Cold War. <laughs> it sounds disgusting. <laughs> sounds terrible. It sounds yeah. gray. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even a flavor. It just it imagined like gray, gray ice cream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tastes gray. Gross. Yeah. Uh, so here's a crude summary. Okay. So... The Cold War uh, generally spanned, now I want to talk about the years, when you look at your shitty textbook, uh, these are the years it gives you. It's from 1947 to 1991, and it's dubbed cold because this geopolitical battle had no real large-scale fighting directly between the two superpowers. Right. Um, but they sure as hell funded and armed regional conflicts around the world to install dictators, rebels, guerrillas to do their fucking political bidding. So it's war by proxy, literally proxy wars. Proxy the world. wars. Yeah, we're great. You're great. Russians are great. Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> so basically, the Soviets and the Americans were trying to take each other out via political tactics, all for political influence. Uh, sorry. Uh, the trying to take us out with political tactics for global influence. Ah. Shit's getting real. They're not they're not playing small games here. No. Shit's okay. getting global. Shit's getting global. <laughs> <laughs> Each nation up the ante with military visibility. 
like boasting how big your missile is or how, uh, I don't know, the, the, your fanciest submarines, okay? The small dick energy was tit for tat. Huh. Every time a nation sent a rocket to space, the other nation pounded its chest and said, look, we can do it too, and with the more money and the more propaganda, and that's basically what happened for 40 years. The space race, for example, was the most well-known science conflict. But the science-y. science it's a science conflict. I like that word. Uh, but the threat of war between the nations was palpable and very much at the surface, as seen with the Cuban Missile Crisis. So yes. shit could get real serious real quick. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, oh, you know what else is real serious and real good? What? Uh, the products and services. Oh, my God, they're so good. <laughs> the products and services uh. who sponsor this show. Yes. I mean, they, they sponsor if, us. If and- you build missiles, reach out. Well, that's interesting. We will talk about how big your missile is. Oh, yeah, we will. <laughs> how big your... We'll do it within 30 seconds, and we'll make it sound real good. That we'll sounds make it real disgusting. S- <laughs> so, um, sponsor us. Oh, my God. Those products. They were amazing. I just... I, I can't believe they do the things that they say they do. Every time. Every Every time. Every they don't fail time. us. Never. Just, I just cannot get over who sponsors the show. They're amazing. I love them. <laughs> I love them so much. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, reach us, uh, and we will, we will, we will, we'll do, we'll do good things to your products. Yeah, if you want us to love you, send us a goddamn email. <laughs> For the love of God. Well, that's interesting. Pod at gmail dot com. <laughs> Come sponsor us. Hey. Okay. So we're talking about how. Soviets, the Americans, they're butting heads. Right. Um, so you know when like two large doofuses on the playground go at it and the fight affects the other kids in the playground? Oh, yes. Okay, so they're like, and the kids are like, I need to protect myself yeah. from these ass hats. Yes. Yeah. So your guard goes up, you just want to protect yourself in any way possible. And the kid in this analogy is Sweden. I see. Okay. <laughs> I see. I know. Okay, stick with me here. Okay, it's swing in Sweden. I love stick it. Stick with me. Swing in Sweden in the 80s. All right? What a time. It was literally called the Roaring 80s. Oh, wow. For Sweden. Oh, wow. Okay. Yuppie culture took off. Oh, my God. And so did the Stockholm Stock Exchange. Okay, everyone was double fisting krona. Uh, which was the currency at the time. <laughs> I was, I was going to say gross. <laughs> so, uh, so everybody's double fisting Krona, especially their Finnsvelp um, uh, um, or oh. finance puppies who were seen carrying their Yapinjal. Um, Yapinjal. I would say that's, that's close enough. Uh, Basically, big-ass mobile phones nicknamed the Yuppie Tuddy Bear. All right, let's pause for a second. Okay. I have the most amazing image in my head. Yeah. Um, which is basically just the 80s in America, but with better accents. Yes. Uh, also, I love the term finance puppies. Yes. Um, 
Why haven't we adopted that? We have finance bros, but that actually makes them sound borderline cool. Yeah. I would love to start calling them puppies because I think it's that would never bum too them late. out. It's never too late. Uh, we're getting a new bailout in America, and I'm pretty sure all those um, finance valp will, uh, will love it. Yeah. <laughs> finance valp, I think, is how you say it. I could be wrong. Um, Close enough. With all of their uh, yuppie teddy bears. Oh. Right to the face. Oh. Just holding it real, real tight. Oh. Uh, so anyway, the country is making umlauts of dough uh, and adopting... <laughs> And adopting far-left progressive ideals okay. in environmentalism. Uh, for example, mm. they seriously considered phasing out nuclear power by 2010. Wow. Uh, amazing. Did you know that they uh, didn't? <laughs> ah, I was going to say, why haven't I heard of this? And it's well past 2012, 10? 10. 10. Uh, they, gave it the good, uh, they gave it a good Swedish try. Um, 10 out of 12 reactors are still running as of 2007. Uh, you can't flat pack a power station, so. But they did shut down two, which is more than the United States. So they're, that's it's, it's pretty good. Thumbs up. Thumbs I'm, up. I'm too. giving them a thumbs up. Uh, thumbs up for, for that. Okay, so basically, Sweden isn't into what the Soviets are selling, right? So it's communism, nuclear power, etc. They've got... They're they're like living their fucking life. It's just, it's the complete opposite of what the Soviets yeah. are, are selling. Um, so Sweden is deciding to bulk up their navy, a, their navy, which is called the Swedish Royal Navy, which sounds nothing Swedish at all. No, <laughs> yeah, uh, it does not at all. Um, so why did they bulk up their navy? Okay, so ge- geographically. The only thing separating them from the USSR was the Baltic Sea. Okay. So it was a bit too close for their liking. So yeah. it's, it was like literally like, if you look at a map, it's Sweden, the Baltic Sea. Um, uh, you've got uh, like uh, Lithuania and different, different countries. And then right next to that, you have like these smaller countries. And then you've got like Moscow's right there. Right. So, Okay. Uh, another reason why uh, it was a little too close for comfort, in 1981, a Soviet sub did end up on the shores of Sweden. Uh, the Royal mm-hmm. Navy actually had to rescue the Soviet crew, and this sent the Swedes into like a little panic, like, oh shit, oh. they may be actually swimming around down there, and the only way to find out is if we, uh, you know, we gotta bug the Baltic Sea. We gotta bug the Baltic Sea. We gotta drop some mics. Gotta we just gotta some. just like swim around. We gotta find out what the fuck's going on down there and listen constantly with paranoid precision. Yes. And boy, howdy, did they listen? Oh man! Right. Weeks, weeks of listening turned to months. Months of listening turned into years. They recorded hundreds and hundreds of tapes of what they eerily called. Quote, the typical sounds. Oh, wow. I, you know, I was expecting, like, the monster sounds. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, the sea monster sounds. Or, or, like... The Soviet sounds? No, it's called the typical sounds. The typical sounds. Wow. Yeah. Unimpressed. Un- <laughs> they were just very to the point, which I guess, 
yeah, it's, 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 that's fair. So, it's happening all the time, so it's typical. So, yes, something is down there, moving, surrounding their shores. But what the Swedish fuck is it? So, <laughs> up until, so up until 1994, okay, 12 fucking years oh my God. of listening, okay, and hearing these fucking things. Sounds like the worst Coke binge ever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 12 years of the Royal Navy sending fucking boats, fucking submarines. They're sending helicopters. Every time they hear this typical sound, they're out to go find it, whatever the hell it is, okay? To track, to capture this unidentified sea object, you were certain, were the Soviets. But they never found anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> For 12 years. Oh, my God. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Soviet Union falls in 1991, right? Yeah. Okay. So the Swedish prime minister is like, you know what? Hey, bitch. Your country's in disarray. I'm going to strike. I'm going to strike. I know you're in my lakes. I know you're in my seas. I'm going to fucking strike. You're in disarray. So how did he strike? And the enemy's weakened? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, underwater. Yeah. Well, <laughs> with the Navy. How he... Yeah, what he did, he wrote a letter. Oh. <laughs> I, I, wrote, let, me, let me say this yeah. out loud. Typical. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guffaw. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. He wrote a fucking letter. Uh, a stern, finger-wagging letter... Carl Bildt, B-I-L-T-D, hopefully I'm saying it right, uh, he told Boris Yeltsin to fuck off uh, nicely. Um, he said, keep your damn fleet in line or else you'll see how big my Swedish balls are, please. You know, it was, it was, it was a public feud through the mail. Um, through so, the mail. Yeah, so Boris is like, dude, it ain't us. Uh, I got other shit to worry about. Stop sliding into our DMs. It's been fucking years. Boris needs to concentrate on rebuilding a country. Yeah. Russia fell apart. I'm sorry, Soviets fell apart. It's becoming Russia. Super stressful. And, and Sweden's like, we want answers. We want answers. So tension is building between these two leaders publicly for the first time. Mm. All of this other shit was just down low, top secret shit. But now these two leaders are just like feuding publicly and it's like the public's like, what's going on? And, and this is during, the, you know, the end of the Cold War. So it's even more unusual. OK, so the Swedish government tries to cool its heels, right? Right, right. And in an unprecedented move, they declassify the typical sounds. Mm. <laughs> They're like, me. Maybe we should get someone else to analyze these tapes other than military men who already convinced themselves subs are in the Baltic Sea. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. And who are probably high on coke. Right. Roaring 80s. <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> Roaring 80s. Ladies and gentlemen, just corona, corona, corona. Um, yeah, so they're just drooling for evidence, like video, pictures, something more than sounds to uh, justify sanctions or, to ev or even an attack. 
So, I mean, how about that? They don't want to start a war without verifying true threats. <laughs> I mean, that's, mm. that's a thing. Take notes. Good for them. Um, so they're like, think about it. We've been hearing these supposed subs for a while. Nothing's happened to us, though, which is super weird. Yeah. Okay. So, in 1996, 14 years of sounds. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. 14 years <sighs> of hearing this shit, and they're like, but there's no action. What's happening? They reach out to a professor at the University of Southern Denmark. His name is Marcus Wahlberg. He was asked to lead a team of bioacoustic specialists in the now declassified sound war room sound war room beneath the Bergen military base in Stockholm. Okay? All right. And he was the first civilian to hear the typical sounds. Okay. All right. And in an article uh, called, uh, uh, actually, I apologize. It was a website that I found called Russia Beyond, and I stayed on I way longer. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed on this website way longer than I should have, and I know the CIA is like bugging my phone now. So. Oh my god, I'm gonna try so hard not to look at that website <laughs> at one a.m. <laughs> Russia Beyond. Okay, um, this is an article from October thirty first, twenty seventeen, and this is a quote from Marcus. About Mark. Mark. Uh, yeah, Mark and the Funky Bunch. Hmm. Uh, this is his quote about the sounds. He says, quote, I imagined something like a pinging sound or like a sound of rotating propellers, but it was nothing like that. It really sounded like someone frying bacon, like a popping and hissing sound coming and going like small air bubbles released in water. Not at all what I have imagined from a submarine. Weird. Mm. Suspicious. <laughs> Very suspicious. Suspicious. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't, it sounds like frying bacon. Okay. 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 In the middle of the ocean. Okay. 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 Sea. Sorry. The sea. Not the ocean. What, what a hell of a Baltic sea. Uh, so Marcus and the team uh, kind of have a light bulb moment. And they head to a local market to buy, you guessed it, Baltic herring. Ah. <laughs> That's right. They lowered the herring into a little pool, and they gave him a little squeeze. And Jesus Christ, yes indeed, the bubbles that were expelled from the fish, and the sounds from the and, th- and the sounds from their butts. Oh my God! Matched the military recordings. <laughs> Y'all. But- you know, I, I now understand the title fully. <laughs> so I know what you're thinking. Also, how the fuck did the Royal Navy not consider animals with these sounds? Right. Great question. That's the first thing I considered. Monsters. Well, monsters. Yeah, exactly. So it turns out they did do research into animal farts, which can you imagine that Zoom meeting? <laughs> I, I would be a fly on that wall. Be a fish on that wall any day. Yeah. So they did do research into animal farts, uh, whales, seals, walruses, but no one thought herring 
could pass gas at that massive volume. Because they're teeny tiny. They're itty bitty. Ah. Right? So, how do these fish do it? And fucking why? <laughs> they had to release some uh, gas. They fucking... Alright, so, we're going to take a peek into the beautiful ass of a fish after we take a beautiful fucking peek into the ass of these ads. Oh my god, I That's cannot right. wait to get my face... The ass of these ads. This, don't you want to be that product? Sponsor us. Oh my god. We're back. We're back. I can't. I am constantly amazed by the products that sponsor this show. I want three of each. At least. Yeah. At least three. Um, I, I, I don't know what's better than the products of, that sponsor the show other than maybe a fish butt yeah yeah so i, I would say be, between the products and the fish butt i'll go with the products but <laughs> the fish butt would be a close second the fish butt is a close second luckily we're we're, we're talking about uh, fish butts <laughs> today okay so we're talking about baltic herring now baltic herring is actually very similar to the atlantic herring mm. um so much so they don't even have a distinctive and separate genome. I think they're, I think they're considered different because their location and they're a little bit smaller. Oh. Atlantic herring's like eighteen inches, uh, eighteen inches, and like Baltic herring is like a little bit tinier. Oh, itty bitty, itty bitty, itty bitty. Uh, but everything else is exactly the same. They congregate in ginormous fucking schools that consist, on average, to hundreds. And even thousands of herring. Holy shit. So the largest school measured, okay, get this. Oh my God. Was four cubic kilometers thick, which contained about four billion fish. That is (laughs) a lot of fish. That's like half the earth in a school of fish. Oh. Half the human population in a school of fish. One school of fish. I am I am overwhelmed by this school. Yeah, and that was one school of just herring. One. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. It's like a, it's like a little earth just in our ocean just around. That's Does that not blow your mind? It blows my mind. Yeah. Now, but now I'm thinking about the farts. There you go. I want you to keep the farts in mind, okay? It's hard to forget them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Despite the crowding, uh, they are professionals at maintaining cruising speed. They have excellent hearing. Hmm. And so why do these numbers and these facts, why are they relevant? Okay. So a fish maintains its buoyancy thanks to a gas-filled organ called a swim bladder. Ah, I've heard of that. Yes. If a fish wants to ascend... They do this by gulping with their mouths, right? And um, if they're a herring, so they're intaking water and air, right? right? So that's how they ascend. But if they're a herring, say hundreds of thousands of herring, yeah. um, I don't know, being approached by a Swedish vessel that's being driven by a bunch of paranoid military men. Probably on okay. coke. Yeah, exactly. You bet the fuck they're going to haul ass out of there and descend to go down right to get the hell out of the way so herring are very special 
in that their swim bladder is connected to their gut tract. <laughs> so amazing. All the extra air goes right out the butt. Right out the butt. Right out the butt. This causes massive numbers of bubbles and oh. sound. Sound which creates a domino effect in the school, alerting one fish and the next fish and the one after that to expel and get the fuck out of there. So, farting away. Farting away, baby. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> their excellent hearing and their ability to swim extraordinarily fast. This is okay. I, I'm kind where... of obsessed with herring right now. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Although I'm also glad I'm not a herring, because if I was scared and trying to run away... I just think of you on the plane from episode one. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, I just... I, I just don't want to be the person who farts when they're scared. You know? It, I think it's a, an incredible evolutionary tool. Really? Just think about it. If someone's trying to attack you... <laughs> and you let it rip? Yeah. It might it might work. They might be like, you know what? <laughs> <You're> not- Pass. <laughs> I'm going to get a better smelling one. <laughs> it's like- I'm going to get one that doesn't make me laugh a little bit <laughs> with my mouth closed. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to stab when you're laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... You can't you can't kill someone while you're laughing. That's just fucked up. No, it doesn't make sense. No. It's, yeah. So that's a uh, self defense. Self defense. Self defense. By well, that's interesting. You're welcome. Learn learn how to fart on cue. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> these herring, they're amazing. They cruise at a cruising speed. Um, it's forty two inches per second. That's okay. cruising. So if they're scared, just imagine how much faster they're going while farting. Oh my okay. God. So, so they're going more than three feet a second when they're calm. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. So imagine that speed, that amount of farts through thousands of fish. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the enormous numbers of terrified fish farting their way to safety away from paranoid military men hell-bent on finding something that isn't there. All of this nearly caused a war. Holy shit. Yeah. Not so typical, huh? <laughs> Not so... <laughs> typical farts. No. Typical herring. Yeah. And that's... Uh, that's that caused year. I have to say... The, the restraint of the Swedes to listen for 14 years and not find something, good on them. But also, fish farts. <laughs> also, fish farts. Yeah. Come on, guys. I mean, just, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say uh, with, that, with that other than um, subscribe. Subscribe. Rate. We have a hell of an episode. We're, we're going to do an in-betweeny, I think, next. Yeah, a little baby episode. A little baby episode that's going to involve uh, your favorite pop song. Oh, my God! So please, come on back. I know y'all do. So, uh, I don't know. Anything else you got to say, Marissa Riley? I think that's it. Follow us on Instagram. 
and uh, well, that's interesting. Pod. Well, that's interesting. Pod. Send us your facts. Send us your facts. For the love of God, we want to hear the things you know, and we'll read them. We'll also read uh, your reviews, also, just like uh, Nurmer Nurmer. Yeah, because like our products and services, we love you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stay interesting, everybody. Please do. Bye. Bye.